Good morning, it's Lex McKee. I had such a good night last night learning about podcasting that I thought we'd go back to doing a breakfast show, like I used to do on Hope FM. So I have a plan, and if you like it, you'll let me know, and if you don't like it, you'll let me know. The first thing we're going to do on our breakfast show is, um, I asked Alexa this morning, I said, good morning Alexa, and I said, uh, when you do that to your Alexa, if you've got one of these wonderful devices, they'll give you a fascinating bit of data. And today's data is to do with what happened 55 years ago when Goldie the Eagle escaped from London Zoo, causing a media storm. I mean, people around London were so excited to spot the Eagle. Goldie was recaptured 12 days later on the 11th of March. Uh, But the result was attendance at the zoo soared, if you'll forgive the pun. Goldie the Eagle had become Britain's latest and newest celebrity. Now, if I was to add a bit of fake news there, London Zoo's attempts to repeat the success of Goldie the Eagle by uh, releasing Boris the Spider and Tony the Tiger didn't go quite as well. Boom, boom. I like um, Simon Shoals. Skulls. Simon, will I ever stop calling you Shoals? It's like a fish thing, isn't it? Simon Skulls. Introduce me to a site that gives you the national days and the Americans. Hello, America. America is fabulous. They're coming up with these national days to celebrate. So today, on the 28th of February, 2020, we have National Day of Tartar Sauce. Those of you who like fish finger sandwiches like my friend Dawn, rejoice, for it is National Tartar Sauce Day. And I think we'll have to dig out a recipe where you make it yourself. It's much, much better. However... When we were with Wendy and Graham, Wendy Bird and Badger as we call them, uh, friends of Jeff and Gay, in Belgium we discovered that the number one sauce you have with your thrice fried chips is, you guessed it, tartar sauce. Or with special effects, tartar sauce. So, if you fancy chips today and those naughty things that put fat on you, uh, I'm going to recommend you have them with tartar sauce. Homemade tartar sauce is also chocolate lovers. Chocolate souffle day. So how about treating yourself to a chocolate souffle? I've never yet succeeded in making a souffle because I've never yet tried. Maybe today is the day. It is floral design day, you beautiful people who make lovely flower arrangements. It's floral design day. That's rather nice. The one I couldn't find much detail at on because I didn't look that deeply, but it tickled me. It's public sleeping day. Does that mean you go down the old bench and go... Or maybe you just go into one of those board meetings, B-O-R-E-D, put your head down on the table and... Because we used to do that at school on a Friday, didn't we? I don't know if you had the same happy memory as well, but Barbara McKeek, my hero when it comes to teachers, she would tell us a story on Friday afternoon and encourage us to put our heads down on the desk. It's a bit like parents teaching children the game Sleeping Lions, but we'll come back to that in a minute. So it is public... Sleeping day. Right. Back in the room. And the one that really, really, really scares me, it's National Tooth Fairy Day. Why does that scare me? Because it's the scariest horror movie I have ever seen. And if you don't like horror movies, do not watch it. And if you like horror movies, watch it. The Tooth Fairy. uh, I've gone goosey just thinking about it. Scary, scary. But in the good sense, it's National Tooth Fairy Day, where parents and guardians and lovely people and teachers teach children 
the values of good oral hygiene and the way that the circle of life goes round for money. Theme of the day, it is Friday, which means it's Poets Day, and polite version of that is pop-off early. Tomorrow is Saturday. So we're going to pick up a jungle theme today because I had a joke from Alexa that was so bad on a jungle theme that it inspired me to think about poems. We'll start with William Blake's Tiger, Tiger. Tiger, Tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night. What immortal hand or eye could frame thy fearful symmetry? In what distant deeps or skies burnt the fire of thine eyes? On what wings dare he aspire? What the hand dare seize the fire? And what shoulder and what art could twist the sinews of your heart, thy heart? And when thy heart began to beat, what dread hand and what dread feet? What the hammer, what the chain, in what furnace was thy brain? What the anvil, what dread grasp, dare its deadly terrors clasp? When the stars threw down their spears and watered heaven with their tears, did he smile his works to see? Did he who made the lamb make thee? Tiger, tiger, burning bright in the forests of the night, what immortal hand or eye dare frame thy fearful symmetry? But I prefer Spike Milligan's version. Tiger, tiger, burning bright, look out! You'll set the trees alight. Poets Day, pop off early, tomorrow is Saturday. You might enjoy the London Zoo theme as well, because Jim, who ran away from his nurse and was eaten by a lion, is another poem favoured by children and the child within adults too. There was a boy whose name was Jim. His friends were very good to him. They gave him tea and cakes and jam and slices of delicious ham and chocolate with pink inside and little tricycles to ride and read him stories through and through and even took him to the zoo. But there it was, the dreadful fate befell him which I now relate. You know, at least you ought to know, for I have often told you so, that children never are allowed to leave their nurses in a crowd. Now this was Jim's special foible. He ran away when he was able, and on this inauspicious day he slipped his hand and ran away. He hadn't gone a yard when, bang, with open jaws, a lion sprang, and hungrily began to eat the boy, beginning at his feet. Now just imagine how it feels when first your toes and then your heels and then by gradual degrees your shins and ankles, calves and knees are slowly eaten bit by bit. No wonder Jim detested it. No wonder that he shouted hi. The honest keeper heard his cry. Though very fat he almost ran to help the little gentleman. Ponto, he ordered as he came, for Ponto was the lion's name. Ponto, he cried with angry frown. Let go, sir. Down, sir. Put it down. Good old Ponto. The lion made a sudden stop. He let the dainty morsel drop and slunk reluctant to his cage, snarling with disappointed rage. But when he bent over Jim, the honest keeper's eyes were dim. The lion, having reached his head, the miserable boy was dead. When the nurse informed his parents, they were more concerned than I can say. His mother, as she dried her eyes, said, Well, it gives me no surprise. 
He would not do as he was told his father, who was self-controlled, bade all the children round attend to Jim's, James, miserable end, and always keep a hold of nurse for fearing of finding something worse. That's Hilaire Belloc. What a wonderful name. And we've got Action for Happiness tip today. Action for Happiness is an amazing uh, initiative to make you more happy. And that's what we want on a breakfast show, isn't it? And they've been doing a Friendly February. And their tip for today is be gentle with someone who you feel inclined to criticise. Be gentle with someone who you feel inclined to criticise. And I know, dear viewers and do list, dear listeners, you never feel inclined to criticise anyone, do you? Surely. Birthday shout-outs. Mike Morrison. Good buddy. Happy birthday, Mike. Charlotte Tandy. Yes! Have an amazing birthday. And Liam O'Callaghan. Good to be connected with you. Have an awesome day. Thought we'd have a quick bit as well about what are you reading? I'm reading Gerald Durrell, a book of his I didn't even know existed. Fillets of Place. But I'll come back to that another day because it will take me a few days to get through it. Today, da, 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 Bronwyn Vernkham releases her first book, Building Your Dream Life. And she is a clever bunny. Not only is she enjoying financial freedom and freedom of movement, you know, travelling around the world with John, she's built this book available on Amazon today, um, around the building metaphor. So it's got a, an introduction, planning, permission, chapter one, constructing the foundations, chapter two, erecting the supporting walls. You get the idea of how to build your dream life. And I have a favour to ask. If you were to uh, get Bronwyn's book, would you please leave a review on Amazon so that we can get her, not just from the hot list, she's on the hot list, yes, Bronwyn is on the hot list. Can we get her from the hot list to the best seller? Because this is a blueprint, a route map, a plan for you to build your dream life. And I'm going to be really bluntly honest about property people, for I've spent many years supporting property programs. And if you're a little bit of a Socialist, you might be thinking, ah, oh, these people are just in it for the money. Not so Bronwyn and many of my other property friends. Part of um, Bronwyn's quite small property portfolio, there's 12 properties are giving her the life of her dreams, her and John. Part of her property portfolio is used by local councils from many counties to house people who are at risk. Maybe it's flooding at the moment, or they've had a fire in the house, or there's something more nefarious there, like domestic violence. Her properties are giving people temporary shelter, homeless people as well, so that they can get back on their feet. So this is not about building your dream life, just so it can be do, re, me, 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 me. It's about building your dream life so that you have the cash flow to help other people, add value to other people's lives, and in return, Get your own reward. So she's been around the world. John's been on the Clipper race. It's amazing. So be kind. Get hold of Bronwyn's book today from Amazon. I'll put a, put a link in my social media. Thing is, uh, but be extra kind by leaving a positive review when you've read the book. And I reckon you could read that quite quickly because it will be a riveting read. I'm not sponsored on this program yet. It's my first program. But if I was, if you're going to have a beautiful breakfast, this is amazing coffee. This is Asda's extra special Brazilian roast and ground coffee, warp factor four, and it gets our day off to an amazing start. 
and we're very naughty. We have it with cream. So there you go. Asda, if you wanted to sponsor me and give me loads of money, we think your coffee is rather nice. You're also very easy to type on the keyboard. Well, I hope you're enjoying the breakfast show so far. I am moving to a conclusion now. We have eight points on the breakfast show. Seventh point is the highlight of the day before. Yesterday, I went to one of the most useful, practical, enjoyable and engaging events for free with um, Warren Munson and the team at Evolve. And I met a couple of my foodie heroes. Sarah has this podcast where she helps you make Indian dishes in real time. I cannot wait to tune in, get all the ingredients and make something delicious. Listening to a podcast again, I'll give you links to that. And then... The genius behind one of my favourite venues. He's got many venues, but my favourite venue, Urban Reef on the beach at Boscombe, where I've had many a happy meeting. We had the very entertaining and quite naughty. It was quite naughty. I said rude words and things. We have to edit that one. Mark Cribb. Amazing. And Urban Reef give hugs as well. That's the way they do loyalty points, hugs. So that's rather lovely, isn't it? Anyway, thank you, Warren, for an amazing event. I was particularly thrilled to meet, I don't know if you can see this on the screen, but I'm going to shout them out anyway for the audio, Kelly Butler and Andy James, who run the podcast, podcast, the podcast lab, uh, quite near to me. And I'm so excited about the potential of taking podcasts to the next level. Uh, Facebook Live and LinkedIn Live and YouTube Live and all these other live things like Periscope, uh, Periscope, great resources. But apparently people like to listen to your voice without the distraction of the screen. Ah, it's time to bring it to an end, folks. Um, if you really want to groan, uh, don't, people don't like moaners, do they? But groaning is all right. If you really want to groan, another great thing from Alexa is to ask her to tell you a joke. So here was the joke she told me today. Why should you never play poker with the world's fastest animal? And the answer is, because she's a cheater. Which reminded me of some more jungle jokes to finish today. Uh, not from Alexa, but ones I remember from my deep and jungly past. How do you cook toast in the jungle? You stick it under the gorilla. Why are there no anodins in the jungle? Because the parrots eat them all. Are you groaning yet? Uh, what's brown and sticky in the jungle? And the answer is... A stick. And the last one to leave you with a resounding groan. If a stick is brown and sticky, what's green and hangs from trees? And the answer, of course, is giraffe snot. Um, I'll join you tomorrow for the breakfast show, God willing. Hope you enjoyed and had a little giggle. Bye.